Welcome to Fix It. I'm Nishant. And I'm Kevin. Today, we're fixing the public's general lack of cryptocurrency understanding with Andy Bromberg. Andy Bromberg was ahead of the crypto curve. He started the Stanford Bitcoin Club way back in 2012, spending his school days educating Sand Hill Road investors about this emerging technology. Eight years later, he's the head of CoinList, a leading crypto company that facilitates initial coin offerings for ICOs. Did we lose you at crypto? If so, no worries. The show will be all about helping you expand your knowledge. All right, enough with the intros. Andy, thanks so much for being here. Let's uh, get started with a little description of what exactly you're fixing. Uh, well, first of all, guys, thanks for, thanks for having me. I appreciate the, uh, the chance to be on here. Uh, what am I fixing? Uh, I work in the crypto industry uh, full-time, and I've been in it, like you said, for uh, almost a decade now. And uh, still, m- most people in the world do not understand crypto. Um, and that's everyone from my own parents to uh, people I work with to uh, people all across the world, policymakers, uh, entrepreneurs, uh, everyone else. And, uh, and I think it's a problem. And I think that this technology is, is really meaningful. It's going to make a big difference in the world. And I want to get to a place where a lot more people have an understanding of what it is, how it works, and what the benefits are. And Andy, why hasn't the public learned more about crypto up until now? Why is this not a solved problem? You know, it's, I think there's two pieces to that. One is that it's still early days, right? The, the, this whole wave is, again, about a, about a decade old and uh, still relatively small. The total market cap of all cryptocurrencies combined is less than some single companies that are traded publicly. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's big. It's, you know, a couple hundred billion dollars, but it is not world scale yet. And so I think that, you know, it's, it's reasonable that not everyone has this thing solved inside now because it's early on and, and that's fair. Um, but I think it's really confusing. Uh, and the reality of crypto is just that it's, it's a tough subject and it crosses so many boundaries from parts of it in computer science to philosophy, to politics, to economics, to game theory. And, and all these pieces come together to create this coherent mass. And as with many new technologies, the language just isn't quite there yet for everyone to grasp it without going really, really deep. And so, you know, for people that are willing to spend years of their life in the space, you can start to understand these concepts well. But if you're trying to, you know, do other things and, and you just want to understand, it, I think it's still early on, it's just tough to understand. And so um, I think what has to happen is, uh, you know, those that language has to get better, that the kind of expression has to get better, communication has to get better. Um, but I also just think there's a, a level of maturing that needs to happen for people to really start paying attention. Yeah, I know I myself could definitely use a master class or something like it in crypto. Maybe that's your next big project. But in the interim, can you tell us a little bit more about your efforts to help fill those gaps in understanding? Yeah, well, uh, first of all, I'm always eager to come on on shows like this and, and talk to people about what crypto is and why it matters. So that's a big part of it. I mean, candidly, I think uh, a lot of people, everyone at this point has heard of Bitcoin, has heard of crypto, has you know seen the headlines and, and stuff bouncing around. Um, but I think it's, it's really just about talking to people in any format you can. And so you know, I spend a lot of time uh, doing advocacy work and you know, going out in public, whether that's on uh, television or it's you know, going to reporters and talking to them about what's going on in the space and just trying to get the word out there. Um, and there's more targeted efforts too. So certainly, um, you know, maybe relevant for your audience, I spend uh, a lot of time in DC talking to regulators and legislators and, and 
you know, members of, of the government and media and, and trying to help them understand the industry to the extent that that's important. And I spend a lot of time just talking to all sorts of people. I publish articles and, you know, at some level, again, it's, it's about trying to iterate and get that terminology right, but also just try and reach people in as many places as you can, because the more impressions you get on someone, the more someone hears that this technology might matter, this movement might matter, um, the more they're going to pay attention and the closer we'll get to the problem being solved. Well, Andy, it's, it's clear that you're pulling your weight. Um, we'd love to now hear about what our listeners can do to help solve this problem. Maybe to start, what can listeners who are fortunate enough to have some cash laying around do to improve their knowledge of the crypto world? Yeah, you know, I, I think there's a couple things there. Um, one is that there's uh, a number of great organizations that are that are doing really important work. I think kind of the leading organization that accepts donations from from the public that is doing a great job is is called Coin Center, um, and they're an advocacy group in in Washington D.C. and they just do a really great job trying to educate government on what's going on and and try and make sure that everyone knows what's happening. Um, there's other great organizations too, like the Blockchain Association is another really good one. And uh, and so there's there's certainly places you can go and and try and and help there. But you can also of course donate to of tech forward candidates, if that's something you're, you're interested in. But honestly, uh, if you do have capital and you're interested in this industry, I would go and get involved and buy Bitcoin. You don't need to buy a whole Bitcoin. You can buy a fraction of Bitcoin. You can buy whatever you want. But um, whether it's Bitcoin or it's Ethereum, which are the two biggest cryptocurrencies by, by market capitalization, or it's other ones that happen to pique your interest and you, you think are, are interesting, you know, certainly go into it knowing that these are really, really risky and could go to zero and uh, or could go up. And I think what's interesting about, you know, putting your money where your mouth is there is that it could work out well for you financially, which is which is very cool. But more importantly for me, I just want more people who have some exposure to this asset class who care. Because the moment that you go out and you buy a share of Google, you start paying attention to what's going on with Google a whole lot more. And uh, and I think the same thing happens with these, these cryptocurrencies. So my priority would, you know, even before donating, go and buy some. Whether it's ten bucks or a hundred bucks or a thousand dollars or whatever your your means are, um, go and get some get some exposure and just start paying attention. And what about folks who might not have money but do have some spare time on their hands? Yeah, well, um, getting educated is is really the most important thing. So, going out and doing your reading, uh, you know, it's, it's again, it's it's such a complicated subject with so many branches, and everyone's going to be interested in different aspects. So, some people are going to be really interested in, you know, the kind of pure financial and markets angle, like what is happening with these assets in these markets. Other people are going to be interested in the game theory. How do these distributed systems work and properly incentivize participants? I mean, there's so many angles on this. So find out what you're interested in and, and do your reading. You know, one, one place I point people towards is um, Andreessen Horowitz, which is you know, a big venture capital firm um, based in, uh, on the West Coast, um, has a great page on their website called the Crypto Canon, C-A-N-O-N. Um, and it's just a really long list of really well-vetted articles about crypto from just about every angle, um, from the very basics to the, the much more nuanced pieces. And so if you have time, I would say go out and learn. What about folks who might have some sort of social media following or influence? What can they do to get the word out? It's a good question. I mean, I, I would say advocate for your followers to do exactly what I just suggested that the people with time do, which is, you know, tell people, hey, uh, you know, I've just started paying attention to this crypto thing, this, this Bitcoin thing. I think it's really interesting. Maybe share some of the insights that you've you've learned by digging in a little bit and tell people to go and do their reading and say, hey, here's a great resource I found. It's, it's crypto canon. And, uh, you know, it's, it's worth reading. Or here's an article I thought was really interesting. 
um, and encourage people to do their own research because, you know, as, as you know, if you're someone with a following, your followers are really diverse and some of them might have capital to contribute, might have time to contribute, um, and some of them might be interested in different facets of the space. So open the book up, make people aware that there's a way of resources out there, see if you can pique their interest and then, uh, and then see where they take it from there. Well, thanks for all of those suggestions. I'm sure we'll see hashtag crypto or something like it trending soon as a result. Uh, Andy, we got to say huge thanks for helping us fix the public's lack of crypto knowledge. It's definitely a big gap, but hopefully we'll get there. Uh, we look forward to all of our fixers acting on your advice. But before we let you go, we do have one more question. And that question is, uh, what problem would you like to see us solve next? Oh, man, that is a, that is a really interesting. I mean, it's, it's hard not to mention, I, we're recording this on, on June 9th, 2020. There's a lot going on in the world right now. Uh, and so certainly, you know, if you guys could, could wave a wand and help address some of these issues that, that the world's facing and America's facing right now, that'd be amazing. Uh, on, a, on a more, uh, you know, practical and, and less, uh, less current event level, uh, you know, I, I spent a lot, I'm in the technology space, spent a lot of time in the technology space, and I think um, helping people understand the relationship between technology companies and the world and, uh, and that kind of nuanced relationship, some of which is, is really positive, some of which is, is tough. Um, it's a big topic, and I think a lot of people haven't put the effort in to, to unpack it, so uh, I'd love to see that addressed as well. But hey, if you, can, if you can fix anything, what's going on in the world right now would be a good place to start. Well, that's definitely quite the challenge for us. There are no shortage of problems to solve, but uh, I think Nishant and I and our Fixer community are up for the task. And huge thanks again to you, Andy Bromberg, for joining us. Thanks for having me, guys. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Fixers, for joining us. You can find more details on Andy and resources to expand your somewhat limited knowledge of cryptocurrencies, if you're like me, in our show notes. We look forward to solving another problem with you soon. What do you think we should solve next? And who's already solving it? Let us know on Twitter at fix underscore cast.